I'm your co-host, Olivia. And I'm your co-host, Kennedy. And welcome to Macabre. Welcome to next year, guys. 2023. Can you fucking believe it? No. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to either. That's kind of awful. I know. I hate that phrase. I really was looking forward to 2022. Like, I've been looking forward to it for, like, 18 years, you know? And now, like, what do I have to look forward to, you know? I know. And it's also an odd year, and that, like, yeah, sucks. The number three just, like, isn't that good. Mm-mm. I and don't like 23? That. That's gross. Like... Like, R.I.P. babies who were born in 23, but, like... Yeah, like, I'm so glad I wasn't born, like, a year later or a year earlier. Like, my graduation year being, like, 21 or 23. Like, imagine 2003. Like, being born in 2003. 2004 is just such a nice... It's just so good. I agree. It's even. Yeah. Right off the bat. Like, imagine being born in 2005. That also sounds awful. That's... Ugh. I couldn't imagine. But 2006, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm here for 2006. Yeah. I mean, I hate that that means that those are walking, talking adults. Those are juniors in high school. That doesn't oh, feel right. Yeah, you're right. I think my cousin is born in 2006. I hate that for him. Mm-mm. Anywho, well, it's a new year of murder. So let's start it off right with murder. Yep, of children again. Yeah, hi, I'm the one that uh, keeps doing ch- child <laughs> murders. Child murders. I'm really sorry if you're um, <laughs> done with those. not your thing. I'm sorry if you're done with those, but too bad. But she isn't, so... I... There's something about child... Like... Oh, yeah? Adults killing children that, like, fascinate me because it's like, why? What oh, have they really? done? Oh, I hate it. Well, because it like, makes me viscerally sick to my stomach. Well, I just want to know what goes on in their mind that's like... Yeah. Not a lot. Apparently not. Because this bitch... Um, nothing's in her mind. <laughs> it's fully blank down there. She's literally a dumbass. And this dumbass today, Diane Downs. Double D's. Yeah. Alliteration, be girl. Yeah. She sucks. All right. She's the worst. Get your child murder over with so I can just fucking throw up already. All right, perfect. So, Diane Downs was born August 7th, 1955 in Phoenix, Arizona. She was born as Elizabeth Diane Fredrickson. Her parents were Wesley and Willadine. I think Willadine is the fucking I love that. cutest name on fucking planet Earth. It's so old. Like, I've never, like, actively named my child that, but it's just I would. so cute. But I wouldn't name him after Diane Down's parents, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Even though I really enjoy the name Willadine. We'll have to find another Willadine. Yeah. Something so that, that can... So it doesn't ruin the vibes. Yeah. You know? We'll find somebody. Yeah. So right off the bat... Getting sad. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. Right now? Mm-hmm. No lead up or anything. Nope. Diane testified and, like, said that her father molested her by the time she was 12, 11 or 12. So that's not good. Yep. Um, did I say her father's name? Yeah. Wesley? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. So, report, she reportedly says that there's no other evidence to back that up if she wasn't who she is i would be more inclined to believe her (laughs) but she's a pathetic fucking liar on all accounts but it doesn't mean i don't 
believe her. It just makes her a lot less reliable. She's less credible. Yeah, as a source. So her family, she grew up completely, like, super conservative. So, (laughs) sorry, that's visceral. Just some gag reflexes out here. Don't worry about it. That's my bad. Yeah. And so in middle school, like, as a younger student, she was really smart. Like, she was, they called her bright, but she wasn't, like, popular or anything. And so I'm getting worried. Why? Because every time you start one of these, I'm like, oh my god, that sounds like me. Maybe you're gonna be a murderer. I hope not. I'm gonna start locking my fucking door. You say that every episode. And then I don't. And then you don't. I I need to. You scare me. I scare me because I get worried. What if I become a fucking murderer? Well, don't be. That's not hard. I'm actively trying not to, but some people are actively getting on my nerves. Well, some people just fucking deserve it. (laughs) Okay, good. Just like some people deserve the death penalty. I'm yeah. not saying that the death penalty is necessarily good, but some people just fucking deserve to die, and that's my opinion. That's okay that that's my opinion. They didn't have to commit a crime. They just need to die. What? Are you okay? <laughs> Maybe I am a murderer. Oh my god, I'm scared. So, she was trying, she like tried so hard to fit in, even though her parents like would make her wear like the most modest clothing ever and people called her a square and she was also known as the ugly duckling yikes because she was a conservative fucking girl person. well her family like she wasn't as a kid i don't think but her family like forced her to be one like she was forced to be like this modest she was a baptist and so she was like super religious and so it was just like she just couldn't be who she wanted to be, but she would try, like, at school to, like, dress up and, like, try to be cool. And she, like, tried to date older boys in high school. And then that's when she met good old Steven. Good old Stevie boy. Stevie boy Downs, baby. Yay. Who will soon be her future hubby. When she was how old? High school. So... Like, 15, I think it was freshman year. Yikes. Yeah. I hated everybody in my freshman year, so. So, yeah. And throughout their high school experience, they became inseparable. Like, they would do everything together. And then when they graduated, though, she enrolled in Pacific Coast Baptist Bible College in Orange, California. Oh, and my God. What? Can we leave California for one fucking minute? We do. You don't? She is leaving. Oh. Jesus, why don't you stop attacking me? It's not my fault you went here. Everybody is in California all the fucking time. Most bad not things. Me. Most thing most bad things happen in California. It's the one of the biggest states we have. Well, why I don't hear about Texas. Why are you fucking shocked? And Texas that's, is fucking crazy. That's because it's most of the mass shootings. Alright, continue. Yeah, there we go. Now Steve enlisted in the U.S. Navy yeah. while, um, after he graduated as well. Because they graduated at the same time, so they were in the same... They in were, what year is this? Um, like, approximately? 1970s, I think. Okay. Because she was born in 55. I'm literally guesstimating, so I don't fucking know. Anyway, so Downs, Miss Diane, she was expelled... For, like, after a year of being at college for promiscuity. 
Oof. What a fucking sinner just doing whatever she and wanted with her rescue. Just doing whatever she wanted with her body. Fuck that. Okay, we have turned the tables. It's actually Kennedy singing now, not me. <laughs> fucking surprising. Now they ended up Steve and Diana ended up or Diane, sorry, fuck. Steve and Diane ended up reuniting in Arizona. See, it's left Callie. Thank you. Callie's gone. Because after she was expelled, she had to move back in with her parents <laughs> in Arizona. Yeah. So, um, they ended up reuniting, and they were still madly in love with each other, and they got married on November 13th, 1973. That's the year my mom graduated. I love that for her. My mom was born then. In 1973? My dad was. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I just made my mom sound way older than she is. She graduated in 83. No, you did. You made her sound ancient. <laughs> Yeah, so what I, is she now, 50? She made her, like, 60? Yeah. Yikes. I tell her, no, she's almost 60. Hear that, Mom? You're almost 60. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she gets so pissed off because she's 57 right now. And so I'm like, you're almost 60. She's like, that's not how that works. And I'm like, it is, though. When you round up. So yeah. Sure she's like, that's not how rounding works. And I'm like, and you almost failed math, so. <laughs> I don't know if you're a reliable source there, Mom. <laughs> so... During their relationship, like, as their marriage progressed, um, they started to argue a lot. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, about financial issues, and also, little Miss Diane decided she was going to cheat on Steve all the time. See, this is why I don't raise your kids, like, super religious. This is what happens. They just go crazy. They go batshit. Yeah. So, she did, and she did cheat on him a lot, but he was just like, you're cheating on me, but, like, he didn't really have too much proof. Um, but during all of that, they had two, three children, not two. They had three children, Christy in 1974, Cheryl in 1976, and then Danny in 1979. Now, she said that she loved being pregnant. Ew. Yeah, she said for the first time that she was actually in charge of a love that was dependent on her. And so she felt power in knowing that. Oh. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm growing like this joy. She's like, I can force you to love me. Yikes. Is basically how she thought of that. And then she would also just like leave a lot. Like she would just like leave her kids. That and, sounds and leave. oddly familiar. Does it? Sound really? Not my parents. Who does it sound like? The guy from the last episode. Oh, Fair. Yeah. No, but she would leave Steve to take care of the kids a lot and, like, wouldn't tell them. Like, she would just fucking leave and, like, abandon them. You got it, right? You're good? What? You got it. Like, right? You're good? Yeah, he can take care of the kids. Well, he's... I'm gonna go, so, like... (laughs) I'm gonna... I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna head out. But you got it, right? Yeah. Okay. And then he would end up, like, finding her. (laughs) What? And, and, like, telling her to come back. Like, he would be like, hey, like, stop fucking doing that. Stop, baby. Like, she would be at, like, relatives' homes and things like that. So, like, she wouldn't, like, be off crazy or anything. But, like, she would just leave. And he was like, hey, stop. Can can you not be doing that? He's really not asking that much of her. No. Steve is, like, literally a king. He's just chilling, living his life. And she's like, hey, I'm leaving. Bye. See ya. I'm not even going to let you know, though. I'm just going to, like, walk out. Okay. 
donkey. Now, by the time Danny was born, arguments over whether Steve was actually the father of Danny came up. And that was proven true, that Danny was not the father of Steve. Nope. What? Say it again. Danny. Steve was not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Thanks. You, Danny, you are not the father <laughs> of your father. <laughs> you looked at me like I was crazy. You were like, what? What do you mean? What? Yeah. <laughs> My tongue did the question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I was like, are you sure? No, it was proven to be true that Steve was not the father of Danny, but the fucked up thing is that his real name, Danny's name, is Steven, so she literally names him after after not his father. Not his father, and I do not know who the father is. Well, like, I can't find it. Like, Mama Mia type shit. Yeah, exactly. He most likely... It was most likely a one-night stand, and she just... It's like, it happens. LOL, guys. <laughs> LOL. Got ya. But this wasn't even, like, the end-all be-all. He accepted Danny as his own. Good for him. And was like, it's okay, like, I'll raise him. I'll you. raise you. Kid named after me. That isn't my kid, but you're my kid now. Right. Like, it's... You named after me. You fucking stuck now. I know it's, but it's like he—he's so amazing. Yeah, he's literally living his fucking life. But it still kept going downhill. She kept cheating, and he—she kept leaving, and she—they ended up fighting, and so they ended up getting a divorce in 1980. So a year after Danny was born. So awesome. Yeah, I mean, good job for Steve though. Like, get like leave, buddy. You can do it. Anyway, so after they ended up getting divorced. Diane got a job at the U.S. Postal Service. Hell yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, she had routes in the city of Cottage Grove, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So. Wherever that is. Oregon. It's in Oregon, guys. It do be. So, she had realized, though, that, like, being now a single mother, that she just, like, didn't love her kids anymore. <laughs> She would go off to work a lot, and she would stay away from home and leave the kids with babysitters. And sometimes she would also leave six-year-old Christine, the oldest, to take care of her two other siblings. Just for fun. That's not awesome. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Okay, so one of the babysitters said that Cheryl was jumping on one of the beds, and then the babysitter was like, that's not permitted, like, don't do that, like, that's not good, and so she had her sit in a chair and just, like, think about what she did, and she was like, this can be your, like, timeout kind of thing, and then Cheryl sat there for a sec, and then she looked up at the babysitter and said, do you have a gun here? And then the babysitter said, of course not, why? (laughs) Of course. And then, and then Cheryl said, I want to shoot myself. Mom says I'm bad. Um, so the thing is um <laughs> no they were super fucking young at this time and so to even like think about that is terrifying but to know that that mother fucking diane just made her kids feel like they weren't worse than anything yeah that's not awesome so like what the fuck is that 
So that's really fun. And then she met a man named Robert Knickerbocker. Did you just say the fucking Edward? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. No. You just said a slur. Damn straight. Knickerbocker. Oh my god, <laughs> don't say that. So he went by Nick. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, he was married. When Diane started having an affair with him. Who cares? Am yeah. I right? Now, not long after it started, he was like, I'm not doing this anymore, actually. Because she was fucking crazy, of course. Well, yeah. And he also said he had no interest in being, quote, being a daddy. So, there's Whatever a... the fuck that? Okay. I'm trying to be a daddy. Mm, me too, baby. Damn straight. Now, after this, she became fucking obsessed with him. She started writing him letters. Oh. And, like, sending them. That's not cool. And calling. And, like, the wife would answer and be like, hello. And she'd be like, <laughs> is fucking Nick here? And be like, huh? He's <laughs> Nick and Parker? <laughs> <laughs> she also showed up at their door once. <laughs> And, like, the wife answered, and she was like, I need to say Nick. Like, just going batshit. Why did she let you? You're not... I know. She slammed the door in her face. That's yeah. what the wife said. She just fucking was like, she fuck went, off. Crazy fucking bitch. But also, I would have divorced fucking Nick, fucking loser. <laughs> now, I want to read a little, like, poem slash rhyme she made for Nicky boy. I oh, thought it, I thought it would be really cute. Now, she says, I love you more than could your wife... Yet it's brought sorrow to my life. Oh my god, she's fucking Shakespeare. Yeah, damn straight. I just keep hoping and hanging on. How much longer can I be strong? Wow. Wow. Fucking bummers. Damn straight it was. It's like you and your fucking poetry. Hey now. (laughs) After she was all obsessed with this fucking guy, on May 19th, 1983, on her way back from a friend's home, in Oregon, uh, she took her children sightseeing at 9 p.m. To his house. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, no, 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 just back to her house, but they took back roads, and she was like, they they love sightseeing out there at 9 p.m. When it's you, all dark. What can you see? Uh, the darkness. She That's was like, fucking fair, I guess. She was like, they looked at the moon. Like, so you, you could do that from home. <laughs> I'm 100% sure that those babies were asleep. Like, you can look at the moon from anywhere. It's it follow it doesn't follow you, but it's everywhere. I promise. Yeah, they were all at the under the age of 9, so I guarantee you they were all not looking at anything. They're all fucking asleep <laughs> in the car. Yeah. They were not awake at that moment. Now, this is when things take a little turn for the oh, worse. Yikes. Now, she meets this, quote, bushy-haired stranger. All right. In the, just standing in the middle of the gravel road. Oh! That's not good. And he flags her down. Also not good. And she it fucking... the 80s, I guess. She pulls over. It's the 80s. Yep. And so, she pulls over for him, and he goes... He, like, pulls out a gun. Oh, like, shit. And he was like, I'm gonna carjack you. <laughs> yeah. And you know what she said? No, you're not. She said, no, no, she said to him, this is what she told the police, she said to the guy, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> like, dang. so inconvenient. Like, you've got to be kidding. 
She's like, this is so fucking inconvenient for me right now. No, yeah. And so somehow she ends up getting out of the car. And that's when sh- that's when the stranger shoots the children. <gasps> All three of them. And then shoots Diane in the arm. And then as a distra- distraction, she pretends to throw the keys. And like he goes and... Like a fucking dog. Yeah. He's like, oh, shiny. And so she hops back in the car and she says she drove like a maniac to get to the hospital to save her kids. Upon arrival, Cheryl was immediately dead, was dead on scene. Christy suffered from a stroke. She was unable to speak and barely move because of her stroke. Um, And then Danny was paralyzed from the waist down. Christine and Danny were both clinging to life. Um, Cheryl was seven when she died. Christy was nine. And Danny was four years old. Oh my God. So when the doctors told um, Diane that Danny had a chance of surviving, he said that she seemed like, he said perplexed, like he just seemed like, like she just seemed like confused. And she said, quote, do you mean the bullet missed his heart? Gee whiz. Unquote. That's verbatim? Verbatim. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what she said. Now, they also said that her behavior was very odd. Well, uh, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't crying at all. And then she also had a towel wrapped around her arm, but nothing around, like, the kids to stop their bullet wounds or anything. Well, obviously. Like, she was like the fuck like okay yeah guys it's fine silly goofy yeah now this is when she's brought to the interview room and she told the police while she was driving to the hospital she said god do what's best if they have to die let them die just don't let them suffer i okay yep because you would really want your baby children your young children to just Died, like, that's fine, I guess, for her. Um, yep. Died. Now, the surgeon keeping Christine alive and, like, trying to, like, update Diane, like, they were just, she just ended up having, like, a cash conversation with him. And then she said, quote, I really ruined my new car. There's uh, blood all over the back of it. You're fucking Unquote. kidding me. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Yeah. She so, shot him, didn't they? Didn't she? Just... Listen. I know she did. Now, she gave the police a sketch of the man. (laughs) And they went back to the scene at which she said they were. And they couldn't find anything except for the bullet casings. And they were unable to find the man. Like, there were no, like, people calling me. Like, I know this guy. So they, like, kind of hit, like, a dead end at that point. But this fucking self centered narcissist bitch they were like getting super super skeptical of like how she was behaving and so she did so many interviews with like different fucking like newspapers and magazines and shit like that and she said the most horrendous things and i'm gonna quote them for you i don't know yep but before that um after the interview she ended up doing, like, the car reenactment. You can find this video on YouTube, too, because they filmed I'm it. Good. Yeah, I watched it. It was, it was great. Now, 
the reenactment was basically just her explaining what had happened, that the man came in, she was out, and that the man shot in the driver window and shot her three kids, and then she got shot in the arm, He distract- she distracted her, she distracted him, and then she drove away. That's basically what the reenactment was supposed to be and what she did to help like get them away. Now, before they even started, she was sitting in the car, fixing her hair, looking in the rearview window, primping her hair, like for like, the video. Yeah, for the oh video because they filmed it. She was like trying to like make sure she looked good. Now, through the entire video, she was actually giggling and laughing like with the detectives. She was like, ah! Re- she's remaking the murder of her children. Yes. Cool. And at one point, she hits her cast on the car door, like, trying to get back in. And she says, oh, this hurts worse than... And she, like, stops herself. But the police believe she was going to say, this hurts worse than when I shot myself. Like, that's literally what she thought she was going to say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, in interviews, um, she had, quote, said, if I had shot my own children, would I have... Would I not have done a good job of it? What? Unquote. Oh, like, because she fucked up? Yeah, she was like... Wouldn't I have done better? Like, if I wanted to kill my kids, wouldn't they all be dead? Duh. <laughs> Literally what she meant. And then she also said, quote, My kids were lucky. Unquote. What? They? No. Yeah, she said they were lucky because if she was also... Like, if she also would have been dead, they all would have died. And, like, instead of them... Awesome. Go to the hospital and being saved and like being in the shitty condition that they are, they would be. Yeah, no, that's. They would all be dead and not just shit. They should be grateful. Yeah. I hate this bitch. I know. And at this time, she gets pregnant again. What the fuck? Yeah. She gets pregnant from another dude on her mail route. And. <laughs> mail route. Literally. <laughs> and so, one of the reasons she says that she wanted to get pregnant was because she missed Cheryl. Fucking lies. And she missed her kids. And she, lies. like... And she also said that children give her um, so much love and satisfaction. You sure about that? Even though the fact that, like, you're supposed to, like, support and love your kids and, like, they're not there on this earth to make you feel better. Like, that's not what kids are for. That's not why you have kids. Yeah, they don't, they're not there to feed your ego, so. Yeah. And she also said, quote, children are so easy to conceive. Nope. Well, yeah. For her, <laughs> but not people who do, like, IVF and, like, people who actually yeah, have. it's very insensitive. It's very fucking piece of shit of her to say because kids are not easy to conceive. It is if you're, like, a teenager <laughs> and you yeah. fuck up. Uh, yeah. Why do you think we're all on birth control? Okay, kids? Now, immediately after, like, all these interviews and things, the police were like, that's not cool. We're going to start an investigation on her. <laughs> she's hey, like, she's crazy. She's, um, she's not fitting the pictures we need right now. I don't like this at all. So, they ended up looking at the car, and there was actually blood splatter outside of the car on the lower passenger door frame. So, the kids were not all shot in the car, like she said. Now, the police believe that Cheryl was able to open the car and get away, and then she tripped, and then that's when Diane shot her. Oh. Yeah. She also, Diane also lied about having guns. She said she didn't own a gun. 
And when they searched her home because with a warrant, they found the same twenty-two caliber pistol used to kill one of her children and harm two of them. And then they also found a rifle. And she was like, those were used for something else. Those weren't like this. I didn't I didn't use that twenty-two caliber on my kids. But then they took the bullet casings and matched them up with the gun and they were like, You did. You did do that actually. <laughs> now they took her back in for questioning. And then she, like, changed her mind about who it was. What? She said two men were actually... There were actually two men. Oh, two. Two men. That actually. makes more sense. Yeah, there were two men. Not. And they referred to her by name, so they must have known her. Obviously. Clearly. Just makes sense. And she also said she knew who killed her kids, and she also knew his name. What? I'm lost. Yeah. She just changed her story twice. Okay, got it. Just checking. She was like, but she had a stranger. Two men who knew my name. Now, one man who I know did it, actually. Got it. And I was like, so you've been waiting this entire time mm-hmm. to tell us who murdered your kids? Yep. Or murdered your child and injured two? I'm confused. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Now, this is where Christy comes in, who is an absolute fucking badass. Now, she was nine. And during her stroke, she couldn't speak. And even while she was asleep, all nurses say that when Diane came into the room, her heart rate would go up. That's crazy. At, like, an insane speed. And then a therapist, like, a physical therapist trying to help Christy get back to, like, her normal self and, like, kind of get back to talking, things like that. She could start talking. And so the therapist would ask, like, do you know who killed your mom? She'd be like, yeah. Sister. Or... Do you know who killed your sister? Yeah. And so she would say, yeah. And they were like... Who did it? Like, who did it? And she was like, I, I can't. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I can't say it. So the therapist said, you know what? Write who shot your sister and who hurt you and your brother on this piece of paper, and I'll stick it in an envelope, and I'll burn it. Like, we can burn it together, and you'll watch it burn. And so they did this several times until she was finally able to say it. And so when she did, the therapist opened the paper, and it read my mom. Now, Yikers. after that, February 28th, 1984, Diane was arrested finally for one count of murder and two counts of attempted murder. At this time, she was about eight to nine months pregnant. Of course she was. Yep. And I wonder... You think she did that on purpose, get pregnant on purpose, so that when she was arrested, she would get special treatment in jail? That's 100% why she did it. Okay, just checking. Yeah. So... putting shit together. I know, you're so good. Thank you. Now, also, before, they had also seen powder burns on the children's skin, like, before they had... What burns? Powder, like, gunpowder burns. Oh, okay. So that means that they were shot, like, the children were shot too close to where to what like christine was or diane was saying like he couldn't have just shot them in the window as like outside they have she had to been they would have had to been in the car and shot them at close range and so that was another thing that kind of like tipped him off yeah debunked her story because she's an idiot she really is not that smart i agree and now a witness came out after she was arrested a witness came out and where the fuck has this bitch been they, she didn't, they didn't know about it. Like, it was all over the news, and then they were like, holy shit. 
And so after she was arrested, um, a witness came out and said that they were at the time of the shooting and the day and the night, like the exact time, the exact day, they were driving behind Diane. And you know how she said, like, I was driving like a maniac. I was driving crazy. I was driving so fast. She wasn't. Um, she wasn't driving uh, more than five miles an hour to get to the hospital after she shot her children. Awesome. She did that so that they would bleed out and die. Didn't work, bitch. Nope. Um, the driver also said that her speedometer wasn't registering. So, like, when she was behind him, she was going so slow. Oh, she was idling. She wasn't even. Yeah, she was just right behind her. So that she was, like, she must have been going five miles or less an hour because her speedometer wasn't even going yeah. In the num at the numbers. Like she was going that fucking slow. Yay. So that's a lot of her. So one of the reasons, yeah, why she did get pregnant was because she wanted to look like a sympathetic pregnant chick who was like, I love kids. I'm a great mommy. Even though she was actually just like a wild and piece of shit. Like, she would wear, like, these nice, like, maternity outfits and, like, dresses and things. And, like, really show up and she, them. yeah, and she would, like, hold her belly. She'd be like, guys, look at I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh my god, oh, you guys, I'm so pretty. Like, ugh, she's trash. So during all this, like, during the trial, they did the evidence, they did the blood splatter, they did the bullets, they did the, even the driver went on the stand. And then Christy was asked to testify. Oh, boy. Can't wait to hear this shit. Nine-year-old Christy was asked to testify. Oh, I thought you said the mom. I'm sorry. No. I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear her fucking statement. The daughter? Oh, that'd be hard. Yeah, no. Nine-year-old Christy was asked to testify at her own mother's trial. Isn't that a conflict of interest? No. That's not how, that's not what conflict of interests are. I thought you can't testify against your own family. Nope. That's, that's just spouses? That's spouse. I don't know if it applied to, like, family. No. That would be dumb, especially if they murdered the family. Especially that's, if they murdered your sibling. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not, That doesn't make sense. So, Christy testified. She ended up testifying. And she remembers during her attack, like, during the shooting, she remembers Hungry Like the Wolf playing. That's not cool. Yeah. And so they ended up playing it in court. Like the song. I don't love that. And That's traumatic. So. I agree. I don't know why they did it, but they did. And then Diane was uh, tapping her foot. and You're fucking kidding. Bobbing her head. She was like, yeah, this song. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, my As her daughter was sobbing. Oh and telling the story God. of how her mother killed her sister, gave her a stroke, and paralyzed her brother. What the actual fuck? Yeah. Now, just jamming. Yeah. Now, when she was asked, the prosecutor asked her um, what had happened that night. Christy, quote, said, she leaned over to the back of the seat and shot Danny. And then they said, what happened then? What happened after Dana got shot? 
And then Christie took a moment and he decided to re the prosecutor decided to rephrase the statement. And he said, do you remember when you got shot? And she said, yeah. And he said, who shot you? And he said, and she said, my mom. And she was sobbing at this point. Yeah. And literally like just absolutely losing it on the stand because she's nine years old and her mother did shot her. Yeah. Did this horrific thing. And so, um, 10 days after this trial, she gave birth to a baby girl. Yay. So that's good. We love a Mimi out in the world. I mean, she's doing great. Like, she's fine. I don't love it, though. I don't love that she had another fucking child, but, like, the baby is doing great. She's, like... Living. She's just chilling. Now, she was... Finally sentenced on June 14th, 1984, Judge Foote read aloud the jury's unanimous verdict of guilty of attempted murder in the first degree, guilty of second account of attempted murder in the first degree, guilty of first degree assault, guilty of another count of first degree assault, and then guilty of murder. Thank God. Now, Oregon at the time did not impose the death penalty or the death sentence. So he gave her a life term plus an additional 50 years consecutively. Um, And the 50 years was for using a firearm. And the judge said, quote, The court hopes the defendant will never again be free. I've come close to that as possible. So he wanted to give her the death penalty, but they couldn't. Yeah. Now, the prosecutor at the trial ended up adopting Christy and Danny. Oh, my god! Yeah. And, like, Christy and Danny were, like, spoiled. And they were loved so dearly. That's so cute. I know. And the baby that she had in prison was adopted by another very loving family and did not want to tell her about Diane. Like, obviously, she did not want to tell her who who her real mother was because gross. Yikes. Now, they ended up having to tell her. Okay. You want to know why? Um, probably something to do with Diane being fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Did she she request to see her? No. Oh. It's worse. Oh. (laughs) She escapes prison. Are you... (laughs) How does this dumb bitch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're. How is she outsmarting these people? I don't know because she's not that fucking bright. No, she really is. She's a dumb bitch. Honestly, though, she probably could have gotten away with it if she just fucking shut the fuck up, but I'm glad. If she, she didn't keep doing fucking interviews? Yeah, and I'm just glad she fucking didn't. Well, yeah, but Jesus She right. is a piece of How trash. is she outsmarting so many people? I don't know. So, <sighs> Diane, this fucking bitch, no, she was at the Oregon Women's Correctional Center when she escaped. Um, she climbed a 16-foot barbed wire fence and covered the barbed wire with her coat and escaped that way. That's so smart. Yeah. Who is this? This isn't Deborah. Diane. D- fucking Deb. <laughs> Debbie, bitch. Now, Sorry. Now, she ended up, after she got, like, out from the fence, she hid under a car in the parking lot and disappeared into the night. 
Or day. I don't think it was nighttime when she escaped, but I'm not. Well, that's kind of stupid. I don't, but I'm not sure when she did. Like, what time. Now, all of the families were scared. So the adoptive, like, the adopted family of the child and then Danny and... Christy. um, Danny and Christy's family were fucking terrified. But Diane being a piece of shit, like, did not give a fuck about her kids. Obviously. Now, Ted... So that's why they had to tell the baby. Yep, that's why they had to tell her. Like, so your mom is fucking crazy, and she may or may not be coming after you. Yep. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, um, she was at preschool at this time, too. Like, they adopted. So they had to end up telling, like, the school and, like, her their friends. And, like, if you see this bitch, like, keep her away from our kid. Yeah, keep her away from our kid. And even De- Ted Hugh Fred, it was Fred. Fred Hughie, the prosecutor at the trial that adopted Danny and Chrissy, he sat in a rocking chair at the front door with a gun for 10 days waiting for Diane. Holy shit, dog. He was just fucking chilling there. He was waiting. Try me, bitch. Oh, yeah. But, uh, this is where Diane's, um, fucking dumbassery comes back in. Awesome. Yeah. She was a few blocks away from the prison, um, at an inmate's husband's house. Why? Because she ended up, um... So she can get pregnant again? Literally, probably. (laughs) No, but she, um, made a plan with the inmate, and they made a map of, like, here's the prison, here's my house, you go there, and then I'll, like, meet up with you, like, I'll escape to you. Now, the police officer investigating found this clipboard that they wrote this piece of paper on. Because they're idiots? Well, the paper was gone, but they saw the indent, and they used, like, the pencil oh, trick. Yeah. And they literally just followed her, followed the map and went to her fucking house. Jesus. And so the police knocked on the door, and then Diane, being Diane, opens the door. What the fuck? In this guy's boxer shorts and shirt. So he was, she was canoodling with this inmate's husband. Like, who lets Diane down? Of all people. Go to your fucking husband's house. Who does that? Also, why do people keep trying to fuck her? That's my big question. (laughs) Is she attractive? She's, like, fine looking, but, like, she's annoying and crazy and, like, she's just average looking. People also called her Princess Di, like, D-I-E. Oh, because and a play on Princess Diana. Yeah, yep. got it. Because she kind of did have that like hair and things like that, but like she because it was the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> she was captured after ten days. Uh, it took that long. Yeah, and so she. How was... stupid are these fucking cops? Oh my god! <laughs> no, she was transported to a high maximum security prison this time, and she got out again probably. in New Jersey. No, she sits there today. Probably. Um, her last parole hearing was in 2020, and obviously it was denied. Because she's bonkers. She's batshit, yeah. She continues to try to get appeals, and they're continuously denied because she's you're, crazy. You're staying in the fucking prison, yeah. bitch. So stop trying. Mm-hmm. Now, the youngest daughter, the one who was born in prison, she had really a hard time coming to terms with her real mother, her biological mother, I mean, because her adoptive mother is her real mother, but her biological fucking giver of birth, she doesn't even deserve that title, actually. Yeah. But she ended up writing Diane a letter. 
and then Diane responded and like they were like talking fine I guess and like Diane at one point she was like like yeah like I can tell you're my daughter because we have the same jawline you probably hate it like I was so insecure about it because like she kind of had this like bigger square jawline but it's not like that bad like it's fine but then all of a sudden diane starts to be a piece of garbage again yeah well she never stopped being i was gonna say but like in the letters though she started being and she told her youngest daughter that she had that diane had people watching her and like waiting for her that's not awesome Mm -hmm. and she also was like super into conspiracy theories and she was like how do i even know you're my daughter like how do i even know you you're not real. Like, she was just... Because <laughs> she's crazy. She's fucking cuckoo banana nut lady. Like, that's who she is. I... I don't know. She's in prison now. In Jersey. Fucking thankfully. She needs to sit there forever and never leave. But, um... I do want to say one little thing as an update. Um... What's really funny, though, like, what made me giggle earlier is that Diane's former lover, Nick, he's still married to his wife. Right now. Nice. Love that for him. Um, Steve still lives in Oregon. And then Danny is in a wheelchair, but he is happy. And Christy has grown very content as a teenager and... um, they both are living very, very happy lives. So, yeah. You turning it over? Yeah. Well, now they're not teenagers anymore, but they're just very happy now. They grew up fine without super bad. Like, they had trauma, but they learned to live with it. And that's yeah. good. So, they're they're chilling. They're doing it. They're doing the damn thing. So. Yes, sir. So, you're going to hate this. Yeah. A lot. Good. Because I'm doing the murder of Haruka Weiser, who was a freshman at the University of Texas, Austin. See, you brought it to Texas. Jesus. I know. Because nobody, nobody does Texas. I did Oregon. Nobody does Oregon or Arizona. Mine was in three different places. That's fair. Actually, four. If you count New Jersey. Yeah. So, Haruka was a dedicated theater major. And she was a trained ballerina from the time she was in sixth grade. And she was planning to add a second major. She was going to go into pre-med. And one night, she had stayed late on campus for a class in April of 2016. And that night, she never made it back to her dorm. And then the next day, she missed her 11 a.m. Monday class and was reported missing. That night before, she stopped answering texts with a friend suddenly at 9.40 p.m. on Sunday. So, Haruka was sexually assaulted and strangled. Um, she, her naked, bruised body was covered in a bush, and she was hidden between two boulders alongside a creek. She was strangled to death with a yellow nylon strap and suffered facial injuries, and her head was beaten against a hard object like a boulder. Most likely like a rock. So, backing up a little bit. At 9.40 p.m., 
There's CCTV footage of this. A black man, six feet tall, follows a woman dressed in black, Haruka, after she walks past him. The man's wearing an orange bandana on his neck. Orange. A black jacket with patches on the sleeve, a backpack and glasses, and had a woman's red bike. And he pulls a shiny, rigid object from the back of his pants. At 11.25 p.m., the man returns into view of the camera and has a blue duffel bag, is missing his glasses, and is limping. Is he... Did he put her in the duffel bag? No. Okay. I mean, that's not better, It's but... her duffel bag, though. He stole it. Oh. That's fucking rude. Yeah. Three days later... Three days later, her body was found floating in the creek on campus. It is so... Who found it? Another college student? Oh, fuck me, dude. Yeah. Not fun. Wait, when was this? In 2016. Yeah. So, on Monday, April 4th, the fire department responded to a small fire, and Mikkel Kreiner, I think that's his name. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to spell it because it's awful. Super fun name. M-E-E-C-H-A-I-E-L. Mikal, maybe? Maybe it's Mikhail. Mikhail. Because that's... Weird. I'm going to call him by his last name, Kreiner, because it's easier. Are you sure that's how you say that? Kreiner? Kreiner? <laughs> it's five letters. I can handle that better. Um, so there's not a small fire, and Kreiner, who is a 17-year-old homeless runaway, was asleep at the scene. He'd been burning some items in an abandoned building. So the officers were like, hey, get your shit out of here. And one of the officers noticed a silver laptop and found it strange that a homeless guy could afford that laptop. And at this point, they didn't know about, like, Ruka because she had not been found yet. So on April 8th, four days later, he was arrested after her body was found, and they collected all his stuff, and they found a silver MacBook with a Portland sticker just like Haruka's. This guy's also an idiot. And I'll get into, like, the child stuff because he's crazy. So in his possession, there were three bags, including a blue duffel bag. And Kerner was like, he found the bags. And in the bags were condoms, gloves, ropes, the laptop, clothes, and a single shoe. He threw the single shoe. A woman's shoe or a men's shoe? I don't know. Well, that's not fucking helpful. He threw the single shoe and it happened to land in the fire pit he'd made. Um, he'd found a phone, but it didn't match his chargers, and the SIM card didn't fit his phone, so he threw it in the fire, and her phone was never recovered. This motherfucker just throwing shit in the fire? Yeah. So at this point, you want to know what he said when he was arrested? What did he say in the groups? No. Better. Kreiner referenced his arrest as one of the most awesome things to happen to him. Well, free healthcare and free food. No, that's not why. Why? He's just, like, bored. Oh, that's fair. Usually people, homeless people, get arrested because, one, healthcare, two, fruit, and three. No, no, no. He's crazy. Oh, I thought he was, like, gonna be, like, a sweet homeless kid. No. He's crazy. Is this the guy who actually murders her? Yep. You're fucking kidding. I I thought he was just gonna be, like, a witness, maybe. No. God. The prosecution was like, hey, we have these glasses. 
Are these yours? And in the video, he's wearing glasses. So they know it's his. But he's like, mm-mm. And then someone, a manager from IMR Express was like, I literally sold you these glasses, like, last week. <laughs> and they're like, sir, don't lie. Sorry. And he's like, they weren't, they weren't mine. And they were too small. <laughs> That's what he said. Those are too small. Those don't fit on my head. You're literally lying. Why are you lying to the police right now? Literally. I love how he's gaslighting. He gaslight them so hard. <laughs> then the judge was like, "Look, motherfucker, it is not a good idea if you testify." <laughs> but he did it anyways. He testified. He took the stand. I listen. If you're def- like, on the defense for, like, a murder. Do not take this stand, ever. He did. Don't do that. So, it's said that his demeanor was disturbing. He giggled. Ew. <laughs> hey, Diane Downs. Yeah. Hey, bitch. He giggled and spoke animatedly about his high school life. He wanted to be a writer and used porn for inspiration. <laughs> As we all There's do. no plot in porn. <laughs> I love the plot in porn, actually. I watch porn for the plot. The prosecution read a journal entry titled Therapy Gone Wrong. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that he, Imagine that, that was that your... Was, that he wrote, obviously. And his words graphically depicted violence and rape Causing the courtroom palpable discomfort. Obviously. <laughs> he's so stupid. Imagine them, like, being, like, in the jury and being like, <laughs> I'm So, he did admit to stealing the red bike, but he's like, but I didn't have it when she was murdered, so that clearly wasn't me. <laughs> he needs to literally stop gaslighting everyone. Like, he's just trying he's to gaslight. He's not, he's like, I'm not, I didn't do anything. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss, but he's not a girl boss. Uh, yeah. So, he said that he found the bike and the bags the Monday after she was killed, so like. Just a coincidence, I don't know. (laughs) Really crazy. And then after, so this the police report says that she was sexually assaulted, strangled to death, and then thrown into the creek. And the entire community was obviously shocked. So when they reviewed the school surveillance video, the police found a video that showed Kreiner watch Haruka walk past him. Ew, he was just like <laughs> staring at <laughs> you him. You do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I and do. then she he followed. Her. I hate that. And they saw her be followed. So How long was she followed for? Not very long, probably. Like, was that when she he killed her? Yeah. He, he just, like, randomly saw her and decided to kill her. Ew. Yeah. So, the jury discussed the case for more than ten hours. Why? Before Guilty. they came to their verdict. Guilty. And Guilty. He was sentenced to life in prison. As he should be. He's not eligible for the death penalty because he was 17 when it happened. I figured. But you're going to hate this. No. Is he released? I can't. No. He's eligible for parole in 40 years. Oh. That's... 
Like, that's bad, but it's not, like... I it's thought not you, too bad. I thought you were about to be, like, it's tomorrow. And I'm, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Oh. Um, the University of Texas Austin, though, after this, they spent $13 million to increase their security. They uh, got more lighting cameras and reducing, like, bushes and stuff. Um, and it's never going to be, obviously, perfectly safe, but... They're doing the best that they can at the moment. This sounds really familiar to me. It was a few years ago. You probably heard about it. I bet I didn't. Hold on. But it's really, really sad, for sure, that, like, she had so much going for her. She was actively dancing for the university. She wanted to join pre-med and work in Japan. And she was just a hardworking student and very, very innocent and did not deserve what had happened to her. People are so fucking icky. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but I love that he was like, these classes are too small. He's literally, you think your fucking face grew. <laughs> In that little amount of time, you fucking dumbass. He gaslit so hard at that time. But did they actually fit, though? They fit, but he was just like, but look at the proportions. <laughs> They're like, you can clearly see that this is too small. I don't know. Like, like you it can't just doesn't lie. work with my facial structure. Like, as you can see, I am a glasses expert, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Jesus. I hate men. He did. That's what he did. It was just really good, I thought, that he was like, no, look at, look at, look at me with these glasses on. Does this seem right to you? I look ridiculous. I look like an idiot. Why would I ever walk out of a store with these on? <laughs> the guy, the poor store manager was like, I just fucking sold this to you, I just saw you. Like a week ago. Buy them. How did he even get them? Don't know. He's homeless. Insurance? How, how did you? Huh? What homeless person do you know that has insurance? Well, like his parents' insurance. He's a runaway. Oh, right, right. I was thinking, I don't know why, I was thinking like 17-year-old straight homeless. No, he's a runaway. But then if he's got insurance, then he needs his insurance card. I have my mom's insurance card. But I I do too, but I don't think like homeless people would. Like if you're just like running away and like grabbing a few things, I don't think you're going to be like, oh, I need my insurance. <laughs> I need that shit. I need my insurance card, actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's attached to my keys, so I guess... That's, uh, I don't know. I hate that. But anywho, make sure to be safe if you're walking alone at night. Uh, yeah, especially if you're a woman or a minority. Even though that guy was a minority that murdered her. Yeah, like, when I first started reading it, I thought it was going to be, like, the wrongly accused homeless black guy. It wasn't. He did it. <laughs> he did it. He 100% did it. He gaslit. No There was innocent so person. much proof, too. Yeah. They were like, oh, we have you on video, and you have her stuff, and you're burning it. So that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wish they had her, like, phone, though. That would have been nice for the family. Yeah, because, like, she was texting a friend, like, she was like, oh, my gosh, on my way home. And they were chatting as she was walking, and then it just stopped. Yeah, absolutely. You know, immediately something's up. That's why we got Life 360 on this bitch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Everybody be safe. Especially those that are minorities and women. Because... Women are minorities. Are they? Mm-hmm. 
Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well. So just minorities. Yeah. Because that's why I keep a knife with me. Yeah. So watch the fuck out. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. People of color. We're gonna get you. <laughs> no. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. Um. Just be careful. Be safe. Don't. Start the new year out right. Don't. Grab yeah. people. Don't grab people. <laughs> and don't be grabbed. <laughs> don't be. If you can help it. Don't be grabbed. Don't be doing any of that. That's the title. Don't be grabbed. <laughs> don't be grabbed. <laughs> so Also, travel in pairs always, especially if it's at night, and especially if you're a woman. I do my best. No, you don't. I don't even try. I try really hard just not to be out at night. I know. You try really hard not to be out. <laughs> Period. But also, especially, I'm afraid of the dark one. Oh. That's like a and mascots. That's a big, and mascots. That's a big fear of mine. I don't know. On this campus, you have a good likelihood of seeing one. <laughs> I haven't come across one, though. Not on fucking wood. Have you looked on this wall right here? There's a life size Big J. On the wall? Yeah, no, that, I mean in person. It's you know which one creeps person. me out, though? On the first floor, the one that looks like it does meth a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a diamond. Like, have you seen that motherfucker's eyes? He, he does heroin. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? Is the blue one with the? I have a picture. <laughs> my mom did not Luke believe me. Like <laughs> my mom didn't believe me. She's like, "There's no Jayhawk that looks like he does crack." And I was like, "Hold on, I'm gonna send you a life size picture." Isn't it of it. like, is it the 1912 one? I don't know. This motherfucker. Look at his eyes. Yeah, that's, that's heroin. <laughs> um, so, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Good segue. I love it. That's how we do it here. We do segues. No, we house. don't. You know what time it is. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and email us. All of them are at podcast.themacabre at gmail for the email. And Gmail for the email, baby. Have a happy new year. And bye!